The following production is part of the We Be Geeks Podcast Collective. Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts, visit red5network.com. Produced with podcasting gear from Tascam. Trust your audio to Tascam. Sound thinking. This show brought to you by Jersey Ninja. New items added weekly, superior quality products, excellent selection, competitive pricing, 100% satisfaction guaranteed. That's Jersey Ninja at jerseyninja.com. Your source for great quality hockey jerseys and performance wear products. Forgive the interruption, but I believe this requires your attention. Meanwhile, at the above-ground underwater suborbital volcano lair... This is urgent. We need a response team. We're already putting together the best move. With all due respect, sir, so am I. I have a plan. <laughs> it's real! Mighty Marvel Geeks. That's what we call ourselves. Sort of like a team. Team? No, no, no. We're a chemical mixture that makes chaos. We're, we're a time bomb. Well then, son, you've got a condition. Your show about all things Marvel with Mike, Kylan, and Eric. What a bunch of losers. I am crew. That I did know. These people may be isolated and unbalanced even, but I believe with the right push, we can be exactly what we need. Suit up. I'm bringing the party to you. I have indeed been uploaded, gentlemen, online and ready. And welcome to another issue of Mighty Marvel Geeks. And tonight saying we have issues takes on a whole new meaning. (laughs) (laughs) To 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 paraphrase um, the little rascals, and how? I'm I'm noting that I have an inordinate amount of dice. I don't know if that's a, I don't know if that says anything about my mental state or if I'm just that awesome. I don't know. I, you're not doing a Limp Biscuit song, are you? Uh, no. Okay, then you should be no. good. <laughs> and thus, how and thus it begins. It begins. <laughs> you know what? I think that's something could start asking. When anybody asks me a rhetorical question, I'm like, "You're not listening to you're not listening to a Limp Biscuit song, are you?" Okay, you're fine. <laughs> Oh, it's okay. I I picked up a uh, I got tickets for for a concert. Only cost me forty five cents. Uh oh. Yeah, I know where this is going. It was fifty oh, cents geez. with Nickelback opener. Honestly, I think the dog is listening to Limp Biscuit at this point. <laughs> he did it all for the. I'm oh, sorry. She very well could be. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's it's one of those nights, guys. Oh, oh boy. See, okay, y'all, like, this is the week before Thanksgiving. So a week from now, we'll all be in, like, tryptophan or whatever meat or food 
induced coma you're going to be in. Uh, so be it. So there's that. Yeah. I don't know. But I do have to say, uh, on a Marvel uh, adjacent note, although I'm like maybe a year and a half late to the party, I am thoroughly enjoying the G.I. Joe um, Operation Blackout game. Just want to say. Is that on mobile? Is that on mobile? No, it was, uh, I think it was uh, definitely on the uh, platforms. Okay. This is a platform game. Okay. Yeah. So I, I need to go back and, and play the uh, G.I. Joe game that's on. Oh. oh, you know what? I've been tempted to try that out, but I'm, I'm, I'm still I'm still addicted to Snap. So between Snap and the occasional chess game, I've been I haven't really been right. super. Snap has been doing dirty. That white room. Oh, yeah. And then there's that that other new one uh, begins with an N. Um, People are still playing Snap. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah, dude. You, I know you don't do Twitter or X, whatever it's called now. <laughs> no, no, um, I don't. But there, there are people who are are posting about different card decks you should do, and then the complaints about how certain cards are release are too powerful, especially when they combine with with other cards. And it's like, and so they're complaining. It was like, uh, this is the whole purpose of of this whole thing. So, are we talking Snap, yeah. or have we moved over to Magic: The Gathering? Marvel okay, Snap so is almost is like Snap is almost like. Magic the Gathering. Yeah, there, and apparently there's going to be a Marvel Snap Magic the Gathering type of um, actual card game. Physical of, card, uh, game? Col- card game. Collaboration. Yeah. That. Yeah. That would be. That would be cool. That would be cool. Yeah. So so here's so here's what's been going on. So like some of these cards, yeah, true. They come when they first come out. They're super, you know powerful or whatever and that that's a hot card to get to this day i have not put any money into the game but i'm also i play enough that i'm high enough level that at some point within the next i don't know four to six weeks after a card's been released eventually i'm gonna get it but i've been playing with some uh, i've been playing with some uh, other decks and i'm starting to learn that it almost doesn't matter what you have it's really to a certain degree more about strategy unless yeah. you get a room that completely yeah. screws you i i've been playing I, the same I, deck for playing the same time and uh it, my deck is so i pull it up um and i just picked up a new card too they do that what every every month get a chance to get a new card uh, i picked mm-hmm. up green goblin which okay oh that's a dirt yeah it's dirty well when you're not paying attention to the rooms it's a dirty card that comes back and bites you in the butt mm-hmm. because i'm sitting here playing it going oh the room says the effects are done twice cool it's going <laughs> to copy this card and the person's going to get hit twice with it nope goes to the other side <clears throat> they get hit with the negative three then all of a sudden it bounces back and I get it. negative three. I'm like, oh, I didn't think this one through. <laughs> uh, the cards in the deck that I am playing currently are Spider Ham, Colossus. That was going to be in there. Oh, Spider Ham. Spider Ham was actually pretty cool. Then they changed them and it's like, eh, go back to the old thing. Spider Ham's ability is he takes now your opponent's leftmost card and turns it into a pig. Right, it used to be the, your most powerful card. 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Colossus, Scarlet Witch, Green Goblin, Morph, Agent Coulson, Cable, Captain Marvel, Jessica Jones, Nick Fury, White Tiger, and Hulk. And I've actually been doing pretty decent. I got, I've been playing a, I've been playing a move, uh, a mobile deck um, lately. So mine is Human Torch, Iron Fist, Craven, Doctor Strange, Multiple Man, Cloak, Silk, Vulture, Werewolf by Night, Hulkbuster, Miles Morales, and Heimdall. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, Eric, if you ever decide to get onto another uh, mobile game, Marvel-themed, mm-hmm. this is one mm-hmm. to get into. Snap. Yes. Mm-hmm. This is, this is the same game when we had uh, Ryan on the show. Right. That he was talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It, it's, and, it, and it's one that you can, you can get suckered into it for a while, or you, you could play one, two hands, because the hands play quick, you know, th- yeah. three, four minutes. Yes. And then you could just step away. I mean, there, there's been times I'll do like two, three hands, and then I, I'm away for it from it for 24, 36 hours. Mm-hmm. Because the, by doing something like that, I'm hurting myself because I'm not playing and building up credits and everything else. Yeah. But there, there's not really a lot of you know incentives for logging in every day or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so there, there's no. Oh my God! If I don't do this, I'm gonna break. I'm gonna break a chain, and I'm gonna have to. And it's gonna be lesser stuff. Yeah. Right. I I really enjoy how this game was put together. Okay. Yeah. I, dude, I mean, I I stick with one or two games, and that's it's usually on the the PlayStation or Xbox, and that's really it. Hey, I even you. downloaded Disney Speedstorm because it was it's a free to play, and. I've I played it a couple of times and that's really been it. Yeah, there there's a few games I've been playing. I need to delete a lot of them because I I've like I haven't gone back to them. But I'm almost like as soon as I delete it, that's what I'm going to want to play. And then I got to <laughs> re-download and I'm going to lose everything that I built up. So that's true. Um, but yeah. Uh, so before we get into recapping the rest of se- of season two of Loki, um, mm-hmm. have some news. Marvel Studios updates their theatrical release schedule. <laughs> so untitled Deadpool movie, which was supposed to come out May 3rd, is now coming out July 26th. Right now, it is the only Marvel movie coming out in 24 from Marvel Studios. <laughs> so how? So just on that alone, how do we feel about that? Honestly, I feel kind of good. Huh? Like I- Ross and Rachel were on a break. <laughs> no, it, it, I I say that facetiously, but what have we said time and time again on this show? Superhero fatigue. There's been too much. We've been overwhelmed. Now we yeah. get a a what's relatively like you know playing Vanderbilt in football. You know, you get a almost a break. Yeah, you know, if this, I think this could be good for Marvel movies overall. Yeah, because right. the last couple, with the exception, well, all right, the last several, with the exception of Guardians Volume Three, have not done well. And particularly one that's out now. And from what I I have not seen it yet, we're seeing it on the twentieth. Okay, we're recording. Mm-hmm. We were supposed to see at, it this last week. Reviews have been going, great. It's but just not getting the draw. At the rate that it's bombing at the box office, it'll be on Disney Plus by Christmas. I'm sure it would, probably would be anyway. Right. 
So I mean, I mean, when you get outgrossed by the Flash or Black oh, Adam, that's that's oh, and Black Adam hurts. Yeah, I I, yeah. Finally, I did finally watch that. Wish I didn't. Yeah, it was horrible. Yeah. So. Um. So, but with Deadpool three, I think well, we know how Ryan Reynolds is. Yes, he will spend his own money to promote this, whether Disney does or not. Oh, we know, that's right. We know the trend with Disney about promoting lately. Don't well, this go- is not exactly one of those movies where you can say if you don't like it, you're misogynist or phobic or racist. Right. Yeah. And that seems to be pretty much the 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 method of operation now. If you don't like this movie, it just means you don't have a sense of humor. Yeah. And, and That's point blank what it is. Really, if you're going to have any, if you can only have one movie in a year, one Marvel movie, it dang well better be Deadpool. Yeah. So I'm hoping Brian Reynolds does pick up whatever slack because this, you know, this will be released under the Fox distribution. Okay. I, I'm, I'm assuming. Right. I'd be shocked. I can't if, imagine why it wouldn't. I'd be shocked if it's under Marvel Studios distribution but it may have something like in partnership with yeah like like mm-hmm. they've had in the past yeah but it should be it should still be a fox film not a marvel film but yeah needless to say this could be one of those okay if we're gonna have a film that is that drink of water to help cleanse the palate this is not that film because the water's tainted it's become vodka <laughs> <laughs> all the better to wash down your chimichanga just just saying that'd be tequila i'm not i'm not a big tequila guy straight uh, see there you go i'm not mm-hmm. give me well, you know what they up. say one tequila two tequila three tequila floor yep um <laughs> so uh after that captain america brave new world moves from july 26 2024 to valentine's day 2025 valentine's day yep that's a bit odd but yeah. It, it is, it is, but yeah, but you know, nothing says happy Valentine's Day than the second America's ass. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm just going to straight up say I ain't been looking at Sam's. I haven't either. I, I was never really even looking at Chris Evans's either. No, no, no. I wasn't either. No. But, but it was kind of hard not to because they stuck it there on the screen so much. Well, it was kind of hard not for me to make that comment because it's just only so fitting. It'd be like <laughs> Star Wars going, you're, you're looking for love in Alderaan places. Oh my goodness. Anyway, to continue on. <laughs> Thunderbolts, previously dated for 12-20-24. It's coming out 7-25-25. Memorial weekend. Okay. 7-25? Oh, you're right. That's 5 25 would be closer to Memorial Day. Duh. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Near the end of summer. <laughs> um, and then finally, previously, which the movie made sense. This is all about the heart. The movie that was originally coming out Valentine's Day 2025 is now coming out November 7th, 2025. And that's Blade. And at this point in time, I hope we see Blade with everything that's been going I, on. Yeah, I mean, good grief. I, I mean, should we even like lay odds as to whether or not this movie is actually going to make it to the screen? At, at this point in time, yeah. my thought, scrap it from phase five and six and just hold up for phase seven or turn it into a Disney plus series. I don't know if I want Blade to be a series. You bring, yeah. you only, bring it a series, only, then you can bring bad taste in my mouth from the last one. Yeah. Well, God, that was horrible. Yeah. 
but if you bring it as a series to Disney Plus, then you could bring back Elsa Bloodstone and thing. Werewolf. You could do that anyway. And you, you could you could head down that road, Marvel Monsters. Which speaking of Marvel Monsters, Scarlett Johansson says she would not be opposed to coming back as a zombie Black Widow. Hmm. <laughs> what are your thoughts on that one? All the red, mean, her ledger is saying brains. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we kind of saw we kind of saw that in the zombie. We kind of saw the zombie uh, episode of What If? I think I think yeah. that's why she may be entertaining and bring, bringing her back. I mean, I would not be opposed to seeing seeing her come back. I mean, we we saw Loki come back. Mm-hmm. We saw Gamora come back. Mm-hmm. I think it's possible with multiverse and time travel kind of stuff, timey wummy, wobbly wibbly stuff. Mm-hmm. No, I'm sorry, I got that quote wrong. It's wibbly wobbly, timey wimey stuff. Right. <laughs> I mean, you can you can get around a character death. Right. Right. Because these are movies based off of comic books. Where death is really just a it, it, it's just a away. yeah. Oh, we didn't mean to do that. <laughs> Unless you're Uncle Ben. True. Yes, but, but Uncle Ben is about the only Marvel character that has stayed dead. Yeah, yeah. I mean that that was because at one point it was Uncle Ben and Bucky. Though those were the sacred mm-hmm. deaths. Bucky came back, so. Now it's Uncle Doug, Ben. Yeah. Well, Gwen Doug Stacy Ramsey too. And Gwen Stacy as well. Huh? Gwen Stacy was one. Well. Oh yes, right. Gwen Stacy was one too. Mm-hmm. Now, I'll be honest. With you, I think people would revolt if Uncle Ben came back. I'm just saying. He could come back like it's an Obi Wan Force Ghost kind of thing. That'd be fine. I'd be okay with that. I would too. Yeah. I mean, it's the if it, it depends on the way you bring somebody back. Right. To me, that makes all the difference. I mean, you, you know, you can say from you know a previous spot on the timeline, or from a different timeline, or which all or, that is or, open at the moment. Yes. Oh, you know what? Peter's parents. That's another. Even though that's a way off off screen death, technically. Yeah. His parents have never come back. I, I could partially see that. Yeah. So um, we got a couple trailers this week. Mm-hmm. Adam Webb. What'd y'all think? Yep. I try not to. <laughs> See, I I have not I have not seen it yet. Um, yeah. And it, so so I do, I, but I do want to I do want to check it out. Uh, I'm intrigued that Madam Webb is that they they that they did move forward with the Madam Web movie. Um, then we'll, we'll table this one until after the holiday. Okay. <laughs> now, the other trailer, What If Season 2. Now, that, that. that I'm excited for. Even, even though I, I think they kind of crapped the bed as an anthology series when they did like that, that season finale kind of thing. See, I, I was okay with that. With, okay, each episode has its own story, and then, oh, we're going to bring everyone together for a finale. Cool. Right. It's almost like doing, okay, here's our monthly issues, and then we're going to take the whole year and do an annual tying everything together. I, I get that, but 
to me, what if has always been best when stuff's not connected. Right. Right. And then they connect it. The only thing that bothers uh, me about this season is it's heavily connected. I'm like, I want independent stories again. And then connect at mm-hmm. the end. See, I, now, one reason that I'm looking forward to this is we finally get to see Tony Stark on Sakaar. Yes. Which yes. was supposed to have been last season. Yes, it was. So, um, I am excited to see it. I a little disappointed that they're making it a continuous storyline, but starting December 22nd, new episode every day. This is like a, a streaming advent calendar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, it's dropping December 22nd and they have chosen a daily release schedule, meaning new episodes will continue to run from the 22nd with the episode nine finale landing December 30th. And this is the first Marvel show to go the daily release route, but it makes sense. Mm -hmm. You have a captive audience. That is true. You have kids home on the holiday. You have college kids home on holiday. You got adults who are taking that time period off for the holidays. Right. The first year of Disney plus. No, not the first year. 20. Yeah. No. 2021. They did. They, uh, they did another show with the daily release and that was the, uh, the Beatles. Right. Uh, was it come to once they come together, but it's not come together. Um, it's one talking about the, the, the final, pretty much that album and the rooftop concert, and all that. I is it, it come, was together? come together? Was it a I day it in the life? No, it, it is come together. It's the Peter Jackson. Okay. It, it's where he took the footage and pretty much redid the Let It Be movie into three, two, two and a half hour episodes. Mm. And that mm. one released daily. Right. So again, Captive on. I mean, for me, I watched it because... Well, the shift I had at work, it gave me something to watch at work. And there was captive audience. I would not have a problem if they were to continue doing a show like that. Okay, we're going to release right. a show around Christmas. Do it for Marvel. Do it for Star Wars. Do it for whoever. Go ahead and drop them. If you're doing nine episodes, ten episodes, cool. Mm-hmm. Start right and before Christmas. The, go Christmas and New Year's. Boom. Here's the, here's the other thing. A lot of people are just going to wait till they're all out and binge watch them anyway. Yeah. Right. So, um, so yeah. Uh, okay. Where, where was I going? Um, oh, at this point in time, let's get into Loki S- season two, final three episodes. Mm. Uh, scary one for when Thursday is very good. Gentlemen, it's time for the fantastic four takeaways sending to your screens. Now, number four, Island, start with you. Okay. Are we just doing the whole the the whole thing the, now? The final three episodes. Final three episodes. Okay, number four for me yep. is just. I'm just gonna. I, I'm just gonna jump on. Jump right on it. Time freaking ended. <laughs> that. <laughs> I, I was gonna try to save that for number one, but I'm sorry. No, time freaking ended. Uh, they leaned so hard into that that even even their Twitter account was nothing yeah that was that that was hardcore genius yeah eric you're number four okay um i'm just gonna say this it did my petty salty jaded heart good to see miss minutes get taken offline (laughs) and i am not the least bit sorry 
Okay. Uh, for me, my number four was the one episode where it just ends with going black. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. it, I almost want to say that's what you were referencing with the end of time, right? Yes. Yeah. So, so I'm kind of right there along with you. Number three. Kylan. Number three. You know? Okay. And I didn't realize how much how much I fell in love with my state until my my Buckeye heart leapt for joy when I saw uh, when I saw that Mobius and Mobius um is from Cleveland, Ohio. I'm sorry. That, that just, that, I'm, I'm sorry. That just made me so happy. I, I, I'm like, you know what? Yo, know, that that was just freaking awesome to me. Sorry, I, yeah. I, I had to. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Eric, yeah. yeah. you're number three. You're number three. My number. Th- three. My number three. I am hearing echoes. I am hearing echoes for some. I'm, I'm hearing echoes. Well. I'm, I'm hearing echoes. Well, it's, it's the TVA playing its variant game. <laughs> so we get to see what Mobius's real name is. Or at least in that timeline. Right. It's Don. I would absolutely bust a gut, and I was halfway expecting this, to see his last name be Blake. Oh. Because that would that would have been the, the mother of all callbacks to the first Thor movie. Yeah. Yeah. Because that, that name sticker that name tag was still on the guy's shirt. Yeah, missed opportunity. I'd say that's definitely a missed opportunity because, like I said, I was expecting that all the way through. Uh, for me, my number three um, was everything with with Mobius and in time that relationship. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I I was I, I thoroughly was enjoying that relationship. Like, okay, so now it comes back to which came first, the chicken or the egg? With that whole scenario, was it Obi or Timely? Timely or Obi? Oh, that's right. Yeah. So. Number two. Mm. Number two. Number two. And so this is really hard. This is really hard for me because I know what my, I know what, what my I want my number one to be. So I'm going to stick to my guns. And number two is seeing. Well, okay. Well, see. Well, I guess what it would be probably the best way to to say it would be. Watching the the just the whole process of trying of them trying to save time or, or to try to save reality, and just seeing how almost like it just no matter what they were doing, no, no matter what they did as a group, no matter what they did as a group, that it almost it almost seemed hopeless right until the end. That's because hope is hard. That's it is, and you know you don't see that too often. Like it sort of, it felt. It, honestly, it did get to the point where it really felt hopeless. At there, there's one point where I'm like, I don't know. I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, we got one episode left. I don't know how in the world y'all gonna figure this out. You know. <laughs> And you know they do. You know they are, but I'm like, I didn't know how they were going to do it, which leads me to my number one. So, there. 
I think this is a very good example of knowing you only have six episodes for a story and Mm -hmm. telling it within those six episodes. Yes. As opposed to Secret Invasion, which for the longest time acted like it thought it had twice that number. Yes. Oops. Okay. Anyway, (laughs) my, my number two, most purpose is more burden than glory. That, I think, may be the deepest, most profound thing I've ever, ever heard out of Owen Wilson. Right. But dang if he ain't right. Yeah, I, I agree. And that whole scene, I think- that, that whole scene, just the two of them talking, mm-hmm. dude, I almost fell tears. And you knew Loki, and you saw where Loki was tearing up in that. Yeah. Yes. Because I think it finally clicked. Mm-hmm. Clicked for him. But yeah, that, that whole scene... That whole scene was worth the series. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think I agree. Yes. It's definitely worth the whole season. Right. Yeah. Agree. Well, for me, my, uh, my number two was kind of the, we we were slowly seeing Sylvie show even more signs of of being uh, Loki, but having more, more compassion for everything except for he who remains. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And still having that vengeance for him. Mm-hmm. But if you've pretty much had to live your entire life on the run, you're probably not going to be too fond of whoever's been chasing you. No. Right. No. So. Number one. Okay. So this ties into part of it is tie- ties into seeing Loki finally be Loki but also at the same time being introduced to an aspect of Loki that we haven't seen so during that whole scene where they're trying to where where Loki after he's figured out you know how to you know um, control his time slips after after that and, and then realizing that it would take him you know um eons to learn everything he needed to learn and he does that right right and how many of us read centuries later in spongebob voice yes yes and and you know to see loki who who goes from being you know a the, the the god of mischief to embracing his better self but at the same time at the same time still be Loki and that scene alone it was just sort of like it, it felt like everything that we had gone through from the Avengers to now made it all worth it yeah to see him. It, it, it is all to, it, and it is the hero's journey because I never thought that this is what I was getting for Loki. I didn't think that I would be seeing him on the hero's journey, but this is what we got. And I didn't realize that that's what I wanted or needed till I got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree. Eric, you're number one. My number one is kind of a two-parter. When we see Loki basically harnessing all the the time streams the threads the whatever you want to call them mm-hmm. and and basically forming an Yggdrasil type structure mm-hmm. the question the question is 
did he just become the Yggdrasil of legend from from Norse folklore, or was he just say was just subconsciously interpreting the new structure on something he was familiar with? Because you know it's timey wimey stuff. You don't know, right? You see, don't know when this is taking place. See, I I took it as he finally obtained that goal he always wanted. That was to truly be a god, which is what we see in in Thor. Yeah, and yeah. all the way through to when he's initially killed, and then kind of see in season one. But he kind of triggers it of I'm I know finally what type of god I want to be. Yeah. And he's finally becoming that God that he, he was always destined for or wanting to be. Okay. So this leads me to part two of my number one. Do you guys think we will ever see Loki in the MCU again? I think it's going to be a great while for you. I don't, you know, that's something I have to admit. I was thinking about them. Like as you know, watching, looking at that, that final scene with him, that could very well be if that was the, if that was the swan song unless and this is to, you know and that this is the question question mark considering what's going on with uh uh Jonathan Majors unless the way Loki ended has something to do with what ultimately happens in uh the Kang dynasty so i don't yeah. know yeah. I mean, it could be that Loki is becoming the new Kang. That's true, too. Yeah. So, well, my number one is I, I just absolutely fell in love with the whole, okay, let's start over. Let's do it again. Let's do it again. And, and then ties back to centuries later. <laughs> A few centuries later. And, and all this is just passing as if it was moments, just like in the show. Yeah. So, And, and I got to be honest, I fist pumped really hard. When mm-hmm. I when I realized that was the Walter Murphy band that was playing, yeah, yes, yeah. my mom had that album on eight track. <laughs> it was the only way that I would listen to classical music. I'm sorry. So, um, any honorable mentions to add, gentlemen? I I don't have it. Okay, I, I'm I'm gonna piggyback on something you said just a minute ago. Uh oh. You know, because you notice in the quote unquote after scene where young Victor Timely is there making candles, mm-hmm. the, the curtains rustle, but there is no TVA manual drop there. Mm-hmm. So Victor Timely does not create the TVA, does right. not become, you know, does not, he doesn't, he is no longer part of the equation. Right. Right. And so it, it, it makes me wonder just how much the the rumors of trying to write out Jonathan Majors from all the Kang stuff is, is gonna be how how much of a how, how much truth is to that. Well, that's gonna get me into our next segment that I want to start adding here, just like we have over on Wookiee Radio. And this segment's being brought to you by Jersey Ninja, who is a sponsor of the show. Uh, go check them out, jerseyninja.com. It's the good, the bad, and the nitpicky. So we're going to go with the nitpicky first, mm-hmm. then the bad, and end on the good note. So mm-hmm. the nitpicky, what would you have nitpicked these last three episodes about? Mm-hmm. Loki's outfit at the end. 
I would like to have seen it. Well, we all we saw a comic book accurate Loki at the end of season right. one. Right. Right. I, I would like to have seen his outfit from like the first Avengers movie. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. that would also be a good callback to burden with glorious purpose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about you, Kyle? I think. I, it's okay not to have something or or bad or, or good. I don't or think I really have. I, okay, I don't think I really have a nitpick. I, I don't think I really have a nitpick per se right now. And let's go ahead and hit, hit the bad. What was it about these three episodes you didn't like? Mm. It took until probably the last episode or two episodes of this season to get cunning Loki back. Yes. Yeah, I'll agree with that. Oh, okay. It, I will tell you, this is something that legit bothered me was how um, um, regardless of Regardless of the fact that we're looking at the possibility of reality, life as we know it, ending, right. regardless of all of that, right. that um, Sophie, Sophie, right? Yes. Sylvie. 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 Sylvie was so caught up in her issues that she couldn't see the bigger picture. That, that that legit bothered me. Like you know, I and I get that she, you know, well, you know, let let no let the let the TVA go, let this go, let that go. But like, you do that, and time and reality ends. Yeah. You know, yeah. is, is that really okay? Like, like I, I I was glad that I was glad that um, Loki was able to kind of pull her back from the edge. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. it took a lot for that to happen, and that legit bothered me. Uh, for me, the bad. Uh, for me, the bad. I think. I think. Uh, I'm stalling because I keep hearing that delay. I don't know what's causing it tonight. Um, for for me, it was like the the sequence with uh, uh, what's his name. Oh, sorry, we're not talking full season. We're talking these three episodes. Right. The some of the interaction with Timely and Obi, I thought was almost too much. Okay. It's like they, they could have cut some of it and, and added a little bit more more beef elsewhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I enjoyed seeing the I enjoyed seeing Ob go full fanboy. Oh yeah. For yes. for because it, and I'll be honest, some of the guests that we have had here on the show, it, it has been very hard for me to keep no. from going full fanboy. Right. So I I totally get that, but yes. At some point, that w- that does get old. Right. So, good. Ending on that good note. What do we have good from these last three episodes? I like Mobius's ending. Yes. Like, I, I, I did. I liked Mobius's ending. I, I had questions. I have questions like, does this mean that he can just travel? Is he able to just travel from one time period to another, or like, are we? Is he going to forever be in this timeline where there's two, uh, another version of him, and he's just going to be there on the sideline? I don't think he's going but, to stay there indefinitely, mm-hmm. but I can definitely see him visiting other variants of himself. For, yes, 
for me uh, good. I absolutely loved how at the end we see that, wait, there's just like the multiverse, we have multiple TVAs. And they go, because they reference, yeah, there's an event over in 616. 616 adjacent, yeah. I'm like, yeah. all right, all right, yeah. I think for me, the good one, I, I almost went to the same thing as you did, Kylan, but I think as much as I enjoyed Mobius's ending, I think I enjoyed Sylvie's even more. Okay. Because she is she is the god of mischief. She is somebody who who killed God only knows how many Bennett men and and TVA people. Yeah. Yeah. From you know, from you know, setting up those those time bombs and all that. Focused on her hate focused on her need for revenge you come back she's free yeah there at the end she no right. longer has to run from apocalypse to apocalypse correct she no longer has to worry about getting pruned and the this this i should not be as surprised as i was when she actually put her hand on mobius's shoulder mhm yeah i mean it's kind of like not only not only is she free, she she has friends now. Yes. She she it, it, you just see her again, I, I want to use the word free. She's free of her rage, she's free of her isolation. Mm-hmm. And I think we will see more of her. Yeah. Probably in the next Avengers movies. Yeah. Right. Quite possibly. Yeah. She may be what takes over. She may be the one who takes over Loki's spot. Now, does that mean she's going to be a villain? I I hope not because she was more a villain of circumstance. But I I wouldn't mind seeing her as anti-hero. Yeah. Yeah. So. I mean, she is still a god of mischief. Yeah. Uh, For me, I I absolutely. Well, another thing that I really enjoyed was that final episode, the talk. Between Loki and He Who Remains, how he freezes Sylvie so they can have the conversation, and you know the whole realization of you know, He Who Remains, like yeah, I told you you couldn't kill me, and then boom, still ends up disappearing. And I also thought it was an interesting concept to destroy the loom. That the yes. loom was was more the more the issue all along than it was mm-hmm. the, the help, and that the multiverse just does need to happen. Mm. He Who Remains is attitude towards that whole scenario back in the the end of season one that makes so much more sense now yeah yeah yes uh but going back the wait the other thing i did like is if this is the swan song for now for tom hiddleston brilliantly done if this if this Mm -hmm. is the swan song for john majors they 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 did good i'm not going to say it was right the most ideal way of doing it, but they gave themselves the biggest out that mm-hmm. because rumors been going around King dynasties, the Avengers King dynasty is not going to happen because things are getting worse with John majors with his right. legal issues. Yeah, legal structures. yeah. So, right. I'm curious to know at what point was this potentially a reshoot for the ending with that sequence with young timely to put a stop to all of those variants and that this is how King is defeated. They just did it here. So, um, I, I mean, that's this is a lot of trouble to go to to basically re-engineer not just one or two movies but a that whole are phase. still a ways off, but yeah, the entire phase. 
when you could really just recast somebody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes, they've done it, but this would be by far the most major character they've recast. Right. But, but you, even even more so than Rhodey. But, you know, I, I wonder, stranger things have happened, I wonder if there was a clause in John Major's contract in regards to being recast. I've never heard of that kind of thing in a... In a contract, I'm not I haven't that. either. But this day and age, it wouldn't surprise me, especially right. if, oh. especially if you know we know um, Terrence Howard made such a big stink. Yeah. It, it, here's just a, a quick thought that went in my head. What if Renslayer becomes Kang? I could see that. We don't see her dying. No. No. And we know how these movies go. If you don't see a body. They ain't dead. Nope. What what if Renslayer nope. was Kang all along and she created the variants? Mm. I don't as, know. As that, a distraction. That seems to kind of undercut some of the stuff that we saw this season. Okay. Hey, it never hurts to throw it out there. See what see what no, sticks. No, 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 no. So, sometimes it sticks. Sometimes it don't. Sometimes you feel like a nut. Sometimes you don't. Sometimes you don't. Now that song is going through my head. <laughs> it will not stop. Oh, always just go. Howard the Duck. Sometimes you feel like a duck. Sometimes, sometimes you, you don't. don't. Um, to me, there was another missed moment that I, I think it was after I watched the, the finale. I'm like, wait, why didn't we get this? I would have loved to have seen Gamora just walking TVA in the background. Why? Because the Gamora that we get in Endgame is a variant. She's not from that timeline. Technically... She is, but she was supplant. She was basically plucked out of the timeline and reinserted later. Yeah, right. Because when when Thanos's ship went through the quantum zone, uh, quantum realm, uh, whatever. Yeah, and, and quantum mania, brother. <laughs> see, that was the version of Thanos from before the the whole Infinity Gauntlet War. Right. Mm-hmm. So it was before that. So this would have been the Gamora that was still loyal to Thanos. Mm-hmm. So yes, it's the same. It's the same one. It's just it, it would be like Mike taking you as a teenager and swapping swapping out for you now. Me as a teenager <laughs> was stupid. I made a lot of stupid mistakes. Yeah, but that's the great thing about being as old as we are. When we made stupid mistakes as teenagers, it was before social media. Yeah. Exactly. But the problem is, some of those stupid mistakes I didn't learn from. Mm. <sighs> so, yeah. No. <laughs> no. 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 Anyway, uh, final thoughts. Final thoughts. I would love to see a Loki-Thor reunion. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and it doesn't have to be big. Just a... It, it just Thor could be like sitting and meditating or something or, and then just Loki just shows up and says, Hey, just checking in or something like that. Surprise, surprise, surprise. Island final thoughts. Um, you know, only because I, uh, I just, I, th- I thought I think of this one particular movie, just having the perfect, ending with a question mark 
I would love, love, love for them to have done something a la Flash Gordon. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And, and yeah. See what looks like maybe another um, another season or unaccounted for. Yeah, like like an, un, an unaccounted uh, Loki, like maybe reaching, maybe like maybe almost like a a recreation of the scene from the Avengers. But you see, so you see another Loki reaching for the Tesseract, and it's just different enough that you know. And so, like, is this really over, or are we starting over again? You know, I don't know. That just kind of like that would have been just enough to be like, what? You know, I, I don't think they would do that, but I think that that would have been fun. Yeah. Well, my final thought. Supposedly, it's confirmed. Pedro Pascal. Reed Richards. I don't like it. No, no. I'm sorry. No. I don't. I don't like it. I think he's I don't too like short. It. Um, I think he's too short for one. He doesn't have the look. No, no. It, John it, Krasinski had the look. Yes. The, yes. In in the look, and he had to bear it. In, in the the one sub headline I heard was the choice was made because Kevin Feige felt. Fantastic Four was going to be too white. Well, I mean, it's okay for that to be. I mean, you. It doesn't have to be. I mean, you could give give us Terry Crews as Ben Grimm, or I, I'm just saying it could happen. I, I, I still have think to. Terry Crews should be Ben Grimm. Yeah, they tried this already. Remember? Oh. Yeah, that, yeah, that the last and it didn't work. No, Fantastic Four. No. It was just one of many things about that. Yeah, but that I was, can't even really call it a movie. That was pre Kevin Feige getting his hands on it. I mean, I mean, it, it, okay. If you're gonna, if you're gonna ethnic bend Reed Richards, cool. Pedro Pascal is the wrong choice. Okay, Antonio so Banderas. I think Banderas is the mm, wrong choice mm, too. I think the guy who played. Okay. I, I think the guy who played the father in National Treasure, the series on Disney Plus, would be a better fit. I think, I think, and, and the problem is, is that this actor was in um, Quantumania. Personally, I think the actor who played Cheaty in The Good Place, William Fitzgerald Harper. I think if we're going, if we're if we're thinking Reed Richards, I think of some. I would think of somebody like him. Like he he gives. He has a professorial nature about him, like a professorial bearing to him. He's, you know, I, I, and in my head, Reed Richards is like, like su- either super skinny, or if you if you if he gets a little bit older, then he's a little bit more buff, like John, like John Krasinski. But mm-hmm. you know, if we if we're gonna go with a different race, I I, I like that guy. Okay, he's not super tall. He's like just five eight, but that's okay. You can shoot around that. Um, okay, how, how about this? I don't know. I, I how just about don't but how about what's his name? Uh, give me a second before I just go up, flying off the handle. Go. What about what's his name? <laughs> what about Jesse L. Martin? Yes, but any a little up there though. So. Uh, Jesse L. Martin is. Give me a minute. I mean, at, th- at this point in time, I mean, we have no specific. Uh, that's, that's true. I mean, we, we have no specific idea of how old they are. And he's fifty-four. Right. He's what? Fifty-four. Okay. All right. Well, yeah. 
Well, if they're, if they're going with an older group, okay, yeah, I'd be fine with that. I would be fine with that. But Reed was older anyway. Mm-hmm. Right. So That's true. To me, Jesse L. Martin fits, and he's already got experience in, in the superhero realm. You know what? Because he plays Joe West in The Flash, in The Flash TV right, series. Right, right, right. You know what, dude? You know what, Dad Gummit? I give it to you, dude. That was a good one. I, I that that was somebody I would not have considered, but yeah, I go with that. I would go with that. So, I mean, why not? Mm-hmm. I would much rather race bend Ben. I mean, not Ben. Uh, Reed than what mm-hmm. they did in the in the flop with race bending either Sue or Johnny. Yes, and and mm-hmm. since they they've done it, cool. I just think pa- Pedro Pascal is the wrong choice. Well, it's like this one. What uh, this one? Uh, uh, somebody, uh, a friend of mine, says you can see Pedro Pascal pretty much in one third of everything that's out there right now. Yeah. Mm. He, you know, maybe maybe we should have you know. Sorry. Or or you know what? Or maybe go with an unknown. Go with an unknown. How about that? We could Su- do that. Superhero genre does not work with Pedro Pascal. Example. Wonder Woman 84. Okay. I'm going to throw a name out there for you. Okay. As an alternative to Jesse L. Martin. Okay. Mm-hmm. Diego Luna. No, too small. Definitely too small. You think he's too small? I think he's okay. too small. We're talking Cassio, Cassie and Andor. Yes, we are talking about Andor. Yeah, I think he's too small. Now, you could also try Andy Garcia. No. <laughs> okay. Ooh. No, no, I mean, no, this, this, no. If you really want to go, oh, what? This, if you go, dude, I, I would, I would be okay with Andy Garcia. Remember, I worked with Andy Garcia. I worked with Andy. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, like, if we're, if we're throwing names out there, I'm just I, going I, on. I, I, I like Andy Garcia. I do. I like, I like that. He, I like he, that. He, he's a very nice gentleman. And believe me, I would love to have him on Weeby Geeks. But or, or. I would almost, if Vincent D'Onofrio wasn't brought back as Kingpin, I would rather have Garcia as Kingpin. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, here's another thought. Here's another thought. How about Freddie Prince Jr.? Yes. That oh, would work as well. Okay. Okay. I, that All would right, work yeah. as well. Yeah. Is Freddie Prince Jr. That would work. Is right there in in the almost the same mold as Krasinski. He's yes. he is he he's forty seven, so he's mm-hmm. kind of in the right age range. Right, right. He he's got a very similar look to Krasinski and can yes. fit. I I think I think that definitely if you want to go the Hispanic route, Freddie Prince Jr. is the way to go. Not Pedro Pascal, mm-hmm. but if you want to go deeper race bin, I think Jesse L. Martin is the other option. Yeah, I mean, I could see Jesse L. Martin. I mean, I would not be upset if if he was cast. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I think this goes back to uh, when we talked to Jenny over on Weeby Geeks, and we talked about, or actually even here too, when we brought up Ancient One. Cool, no problem with her being female, but it should have been an Asian female, not mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. go the direction they did. I have no problem with Reed Richards being something other than white. No problem at all. Get the right person for the job. I don't think Pedro Pascal is the right person for this particular job. And it's nothing. No. no. And it's not him personally. I just don't see him as Reed. No. Not, not when we have brought up Freddie Prince Jr. and Jesse L. Martin. Better. Mm-hmm. 
better. And at this point in time, we have just fan casted based on the, mm-hmm. yeah, what yes. we're seeing Feige wanting to do. I think our fan castings presented two better options than what's going to be presented to us. Mm-hmm. Now I'm hoping that Feige proves me wrong because I still want to do in, in Feige. I trust. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'm hoping Whatever Feige's vision is for Fantastic Four, which this has been his dream project, truthfully, that he's wanted, that he's going to do something right. Mm -hmm. And that for some reason, and for whatever that reason is, Pedro fits the vision completely of what he wants. And Mm -hmm. he's not doing it just to appease a vocal minority. Right. Which, I mean, you you have to hold that possibility. You have to consider that as a possibility. I mean to put you know, to put you, you, to do it to say hey I wanted to do the spin perfect fine Pedro Pedro was the wrong choice I mean if if, if they it, okay let's say they listen to us and they bring in Jesse L Martin what that also could do is kind of create some other connections like maybe make him uh, either a former student or to a certain degree a contemporary of. Um, of Giant Man, Hank Pym, yeah, yeah, um, no, um, from um, uh, oh, Larry, Larry Fish- Fishburne, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. So, or I mean, do we? We don't have Blue Marvel out there yet, do we? No, no. no. We we thought we might be getting Blue Marvel at one point in Agents of Shield. Yeah, oh, it, it right. seemed like we were heading that yeah. way. So, mm. but anyway, all wrapped up here, sir. Will there be anything else? Oh, I guess Thursday's trying to give us a clue that it's time to go. Uh, no, just time to go dark. Mm-hmm.